Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I've learned a lot, obviously, not being from here, from, you know, all the different presidents that came to Arthur Bryan's to... Um, how it took only t- 10 days to get all the money to build the, the, the World War I uh, memorial. You know, I'm originally from Honolulu, and so I moved here uh, because Kansas City is a remarkable, remarkable city, but a lot of the world doesn't know a lot about it. All right, you ready? Let's go. From Fox 4 News in Kansas City. Are we rolling? Are we on? Hello? I'm Nick Vassos. (laughs) This is Signal Hill. Google Arts and Culture is launching its first project dedicated entirely to an American city. And guess whose city that they're going to start with? Kansas City! Through a partnership with 15 local cultural institutions, Google is compiling the past, the present, and future of our city in one place for everyone to enjoy online. Joining us now to talk more about this is the lead uh, Google for Arts and Culture in the United States, Simone Delacroix. Welcome to you, Simone. Good Thank to see you. you. And we have one of the local partners here in town, and one of my favorite places, is the executive director of the Kemper Museum of Contemporary Art, Sean O'Hara. Sean, welcome to you too as well. Thank you. Thank the, you. This is really uh, interesting here, and, I'll, and Simone, I'll, I'll start with you. First off, tell us about uh, Google Culture and Arts and, and what it is. It is, it's very simple. It's a team at Google that is focusing on building new technologies to make the world's arts and culture available to anyone, anywhere. It's, and, I mean, you already have so much content on the site uh, right now. Everything from uh, history to history makers yeah. to uh, arts to collections mm-hmm. to, I mean, if you can imagine it, you might be able to find it there at Google Arts and Culture, right? We're hoping to. At least we are giving the voice to our partners because we're, we're building all that with partners, and that's the, the essence of the project, making sure that we build the tools for partners to tell their stories online. So our goal is to partner with as many institutions as we can to have a very rich and diverse uh, set of content on the platform so people can access all this culture because we think culture is, is plural, is multidisciplinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what we're encouraging. Why is Google highlighting cities? We started in the U.S. with Kansas City, and it's um, our answer to, you know, there's not only art. Uh, mm-hmm. Arts is, and culture is more than museums. Obviously, Kansas City has uh, world-class museums. Um, but we want to be looking at what's the culture in, every, in people's everyday life, from food to music, from sports to, you know, the places they go out. And, and by looking at all those places, all those people, I think that's what you really start to better understand what, what makes uh, a, a city's culture so vibrant. I really think you've captured a lot of the culture of Kansas City. I've spent some time on there. And um, first question, why Kansas City? So we were brainstorming a little bit cities with, with the team, and, and it's just 
it became a no-brainer. You just look at the map, and it's in the dead middle of the U.S. It's the heart of the America. And we knew the city from a very early partnership with the Nelson Atkins Museum. We came here eight years ago and, st and continued working with them all these years. And so we came back, and we met with more institutions, 15 in total, that uh, participate on these projects and the more we were talking to them the more we were discovering new stories all intertwined mm -hmm. we knew that you know it was the, the the evidence and that we had to to start with this city I bet it was hard to stop you know once you, once you discovered something it was like oh we should add this to it or we should add that to it I the project's got to come to an end at some point I bet it was hard to stop wasn't it but we don't want to stop I think it's or something you may add on then to with pleasure. So today is really a phase one. You know, we are proud to be putting all those exhibits, collections online from our local partners, but we are welcoming always more content. So partners can bring more content on the platform. It's not uh, something, you know, it's not a one-off. It's really an ongoing collaboration. Mm -hmm. And we are welcoming more partners. I'm sure there are more institutions, hopefully, that are listening to us and that are interested in joining the platform. Well, let's talk to Sean now. Sean O'Hara, who is the executive director of the Kemper Museum of Modern Art. How, what does it mean to you that Google Arts and Culture has selected uh, the Kemper Museum to be featured uh, on this platform? Well, um, first of all, we're very honored. <clears throat> and um, being a contemporary art museum, our job is to push the boundaries of the present and to show people what the future looks like. And so Google Platform is a key part of future of art delivery. Um, the way people experience culture, um, and uh, we are a multi-dimensional, uh, multidisciplinary museum. We have food, we have art, we have smell, we have sound, um, and we have artists. And you can always count on an artist to um, push the boundaries of, of understanding of reality. And so uh, Google, uh, which uh, I've known personally for a long time, is a, is a company that wants to uh, be uh, the future. And so we're a perfect partner in many ways. Just the, the reach of Google and, and bringing you know, what the Kemper Museum offers uh, to its local uh, and regional uh, area here, but to the world. Uh, I mean, imagine the streets. Have you heard from, will you think you hear from people across the world about oh. the Kemper? A absolutely, absolutely. And I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I'm originally from Honolulu, and so I moved here uh, because Kansas City is a remarkable, remarkable city, but a lot of the world doesn't know a lot about it. So the this sort of platform is the, the main way that the rest of the world's going to get um, to know more about the fabulous art and culture here in Kansas City. Tell us how the process is. Um, have you uh, have you been through the experience of what it's like going on to Google and seeing the Kemper Museum? What will that experience be like for a user? Well, right now, um, the artwork on the site is very similar in terms of approach to other other museums, and so people will see the Kemper Museum uh, and its great artwork. Uh, in the same vein that they would see art at the Louvre or art in the Vatican. Um, and, and that's important because what that means is that we are at the same, playing at the same level uh, as a city. Um, you know, the internet's a great equalizer in many ways. Mm -hmm. um, but what I'm kind of excited about is the next phase because we've started out with 50 works of art uh, to start off with, but the next phase 
will be how we push the Google platform in the field of contemporary art, because contemporary art's about experiences, it's about touch, it's about sound, it's about uh, f um, smell, and, and, and now it's about food. And so the idea is how do we uh, push that platform? Um, so, I, you know, there's, there's two parts of that. There's, there's the current platform and there's the future platform. Let's talk a little bit more about the platform, Simone, and let's talk about the virtual platform. Uh, there is a, a virtual element to this, right? What will people experience in that realm? So people have to understand that we came in museums uh, with special technologies to capture the artworks in ultra-high resolution. We adapt the street view technology to museums. We call it museum view so that we can create virtual tools of museums and other places of Kansas City. So what people will be able to access on this project page are really the artworks, as Sean was mentioning, as if they were in the museum. Of course, it never replaces the, the, real, uh, the real experience, of but course. it's to give a good taste of what it is and, and drive people to the, to the physical locations, museums, or other places. They can do also virtual tools, and then they can, and, and that's, I think, the best part of the project, learn about all the stories that the curators or the experts, local experts, have shared on the platform. So they will hear about, you know, obviously the story of barbecue, but not only. We're talking about barbecue, but also fine cuisine in Kansas City. We're talking about sports from, uh, you know, the Negro League um, baseball, baseball mm -hmm. uh, to uh, more modern teams. So, you know, we're, we're trying to look at the past, the present, and then with the institutions like the Kemper, we're also looking at the future. So it's it's kind of trying to wrap up the, the, the entire culture of Kansas City. A virtual tour of the Kemper Museum of Contemporary Art? Yes. But, but I, would say that, uh, I would say that it's not only a virtual tour, but it actually is transformative because it is a different experience from even touring the museum. It's actually using this platform then allows you to do things that you couldn't do in real life. Like you can fly around the museum at a faster speed than you would if you were walking, or you could do a 360, um, which you couldn't necessarily do if you had a you know, a kitty pushchair with you, mm -hmm. or it will allow you to compare works of art, which are on opposite sides of the museum. So there, there are things that, so actually the experience is not only virtual, but it's, it's beyond virtual. It's actually, it's, it's an additional experience. And uh, one thing that I'm excited about is not only that people around the world will know about it, but people in the museum would be using the app while they're in the museum. So then it adds a, another dimension to being in the museum. Wow, I never thought about that. I will it's the like next the Matrix. Time. I, it is. It is like the Matrix. And uh, the one thing, though, that you can't get on the Google platform, Simone, I'm sorry, is you can't get the smells or the tastes of Sebastian's restaurant inside uh, Kemper Museum. It is exquisite. It is a great ex dining experience. It'll have to be a feast for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things on there that also that caught my attention here, and I think that's uh, one of the n neat ways that you've captured Kansas City, and that is uh, one of the titles here. First off, the title of the, of the whole um, exhibit. Well, tell us what the title of the whole exhibit is. Of the, of the page? Yeah, of the page. Smoke Rings and the Finer Things. Smoke Rings and the Finer Rings. Not cigarette smoke rings, but the smoke yeah. rings from the barbecue, like in a barbecue brisket. Exactly, right? Correct. Uh, so, um, so that's the title of it. And then you also have 11 facts that make you fall in love with Kansas City. And brought to us by the amazing partner Visit KC. Visit uh, KC. Yeah. That are doing a lot to promote, obviously, this city and all its culture. And 
Um, they, yeah, they brought those amazing facts. So I've learned a lot, obviously, not being from here, from, you know, all the different presidents that I came to, Arthur Bryans, to um, how it took only t 10 days to get all the money to build the, the, the World War I uh, memorial. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all those fascinating stories that I think are really describing well uh, the people and, and culture of Kansas City. Uh, well, let's hear. I'm going to give you some of these facts here, and because yeah. I looked at a couple of them, and I didn't know this about Kansas City. Right. So when you cook your eggs in the morning, you cook them on a skillet, right? And they have a they got the Teflon in there, right? Did you know <laughs> that the Teflon skillet was created right here in Kansas City? I didn't. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I am blown away. <laughs> uh, it was the it was the Teflon coated frying pan. Uh, the man's name is Marion Trezolo. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a PR firm, the Trezolo Public Relations firm here in town. I don't know if it's the same family, but he invented that back in 1961. And, of course, many would know also that Walt Disney got his start here. So Mickey Mouse was started here in Kansas City, right? So it's a Mickey Mouse town? It's a Mickey Mouse town. Is that what you're town, saying? And this is a Mickey Mouse podcast right here. <laughs> the Multiplex Theaters. Did you know that that started here in Kansas City? AMC theaters were headquartered here in Kansas City, and that began uh, that began back in 1963. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you remember the old days? Uh, Sean, I bet you remember the old days mm -hmm. when they had the telephone switchers. Oh, yeah, sure. You know? Yep, yep. Well, there was a gentleman yep. here in town. Ringy, ringy. Yes, there was a gentleman in town. He created uh, something that's called the automatic telephone switcher and allowed people to dial directly. Did you guys know? Did you know that? That's an important piece of history. That's amazing. Don't I, you agree? Do people even know what telephone is anymore? Yeah. Well, not the pay phones, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, that's, and they look, and, and, and what, well, I just got a few more here, all right? Because uh, I'm going to let you guys discover uh, for your own. Bumper stickers. Mm -hmm. Can you believe bumper stickers were created here in Kansas City? Did anybody know that? Did what, you know what? that? Mike, did you know that? No. What did it say? Was uh, it rude? No, but the, the, this this bumper sticker was created by a guy by the name of Forrest P. Gill. Uh, this was after World War II when he had a bunch of extra adhesive yeah. laying around. Exactly, he uh, was combining them, to, and he was like, let's let's make something all all this material that, are, that is left. Yes, he had fluorescent paper creative. and adhesive. In 1946, he put them together, and he came up with a bumper sticker. Honk if you love Casey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. M&M coatings were here. Mm -hmm. And then the, uh, the automatic fire alarm, I'll end with that one, was created here in Kansas City by uh, the old fire chief of Kansas City. His name is George Hale, and I believe Hale Arena is named uh, in his honor. And so that was he's responsible for waking up <laughs> generations of people at 3 in the morning. Is right. that right? So this, so I guess the fire alarm is like it, he created this system College that... College students love him. Yes, they do. Oh, oh, okay. yeah. You did that when you were in college, didn't you, Sean? Uh, yeah, no uh -huh. Yeah, right. Um, so... Simone, what's the end goal of this? What, where, where does this, how long do you expect to do this? What's the end goal? What's the project's length? It's a very long-term commitment for us. We've been, you know, partnering with, with uh, institutions around the world for the past eight years. Today we're opening a new chapter in Kansas City. We hope that it never closes. Uh, we can onboard more local partners. We're working with contemporary art partners to, to also try to build together mm -hmm. the future. So... Hopefully never, never ending, because there's always more art, there's always more culture to, to bring online and to, uh, to make more accessible to anyone. How, do you, how long did it take you to compile uh, just Kansas City, and, and how long does this process take? It took us about a year, and it's, 
I won't say it's exhaustive. We're hoping it's not. We're mm -hmm. hoping that we receive more suggestions, recommendations of other, other things we can showcase. But yeah, a good year to talk to all the different partners and work in close relationship with them to make sure that their stories shine. So in order to keep the uh, site updated and fresh, uh, you're always getting new content in. So Sean, we'll use you as an example. Uh, if there's a new exhibit that moves in uh, to the Kemper, how will you get that new exhibit, that new information uh, over to Google so that everybody can see it? Well, uh, I would say that the new exhibitions will from this point on be designed for the platform. So uh, we're gonna be working with artists uh, knowing full well that the Google platform is a key component in this delivery. And um, so, in fact, I can't tell you what it's going to look like because these artists are, have yet to think about these things. And so um, we're going to be um, pushing the boundaries of, the, of this technology. Uh, and artists, are, of course, are always very good at that. Now, we'll always have traditional artwork, mm -hmm. and that's part of our permanent collection for the last hundred years. Uh, but... The key for us is introducing new ideas. And uh, we fully expect to be pushing Google far beyond what they expected this platform to be able to do. Interesting. How does that process go about? How, how, how do you push the boundaries? So how do, when you uh, vet artists and their projects, so give us some insight there. Well, if you, if you think about the artist process, artists are essentially experimenters. They're scientists, they're inventors. And artists, as, as you also know, are never, uh, uh, f they never fear failure. So they're always pushing that boundary. And I would say that when they look at the Google platform, they will look at it like a blank canvas. How can I ex use this, push this, to show new ideas and interact with our audiences in new and different ways? Um, you know, a great artist is someone who will show you a viewpoint that you've never seen before of something that you probably think is very mundane and uh, or a solution to a problem that you may never thought there was a solution to um, you know about it's about like it's like science fiction in many ways coming up with um, uh, new um, optimistic viewpoints pessimistic viewpoints uh, about the future of, 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 of our civilization so we've got the Kemper Museum uh, the 15 partners that you have, uh, a lot of people in Kansas City will, will recognize them. The, of course, the World War I uh, Museum and Memorial. Uh, mm -hmm. so, and that's, off, uh, that's a virtual look at it there, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. Yeah, we have the Kansas City Public Library. Um, we have the Black, Black Archives of Mid-America. Mm -hmm. Mid um, who else can I name? Uh, Nelson Atkins obviously has renewed uh, their consent. Uh, visit KC to bring you know all the stories about the barbecues and so on and so forth. The yeah, and Walt Disney's old building, I would assume, where he it's, first started. Yeah, we have captured that in Street View. <laughs> so, what's next? What's next for the Kemper Museum? Well, we are celebrating our 20th anniversary this year, uh, so we're a millennial uh, institution, <laughs> uh, but. But we're using this as really not only a celebration of uh, the past quarter of a century, but really to think about what the next 25 years will look like, both in Kansas City and the, and the United States and the world. Where and would you so, like to see it? Uh, where would I like to see it? Uh, well, um, I, can, I, I, I would like it to be unbelievably successful 
but not unaffordable. And right now, it's very affordable. It is. It is, which is what's so wonderful. And it's free. Uh, uh, almost, yes. Compared to uh, compared to Honolulu, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But but it's a place where um, all all people from all walks of life can thrive, and I think that's important. Whatever the future is for Kansas City, it has to accommodate everyone. And um, and uh, the uh, contemporary art museum is about access to everyone. Uh, it's about presenting as many views as we can, and this is why the Google platform is important because it opens up that access. Um, so it's really about accessibility as well. And I, I would love to, for people to see Kansas City as the future of American culture as well. Simone, how, how's Kansas City? How have you learned Kansas City as far as a tech city? I've learned that you have a couple of uh, great tech companies here. Um, I think it's been interesting to also compare with this project past entrepreneurial figure such as Walt Disney mm -hmm. um, to the more modern um, creative minds that are blossoming in, in Kansas City. And in this regard, I think partnering with the KCAI, Kansas City uh, Arts Institute, has been great because they've been bringing on the platform this story of how they have, I think, 14 to 15 programs uh, that are touching in every discipline in the arts to just build the, the next generation of, of creators of Kansas City. And that's, yeah, that's been quite exciting. And I've been watching and listening the the revival of the Made in KC uh, hashtag and yeah <laughs> it's it's vibrant it's blossoming and uh, so it feels feels right at home and then last question for you what's the next city next city today is Kansas City <laughs> today's Kansas, <laughs> today Kansas City Kansas City and and uh, we hope that for the next few weeks it's going to be still Kansas City with more stories more institutions then we'll see um, how people receive it locally globally and 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 we are uh, We'll, we'll see what we can go, but at the moment, our focus is entirely on Kansas City. We're the uh, test case of America. Yeah. <laughs> As we usually no are here in the Midwest, no you know what no I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, Simone Delacroix, he is the U.S. lead for Google Arts and Culture. Thank you. It's good to see you. And uh, Sean O'Hara, it's good to meet you. Thank you. Uh, you've been in Kansas City for, I guess, uh, eight weeks now. And yep. we hope to see a lot more of you here. Uh, Sean is the Kepler Museum's executive director. Uh, Signal Hill is on iTunes and Stitcher. We ask you to subscribe to Signal Hill. Check out fox4kc.com for the newest episodes. We will upload them just as soon as we record them. Gentlemen, thank you again. Are we getting bumper stickers next? You're getting bumper stickers. Excellent. And those, they're going to say Signal Hill on them, all right? Excellent. All right, see you guys. Thank you. Thank you.